0: How's it going tonight, everybody? We are
1: Run the Reel featuring Mike. Uh, oh, sorry. I was trying to come up with a cool <laughs> other name, but I'm just gonna go with Terry this time, I guess. <laughs> Not Terrence? Up. Terrence. It's me, Terrence.
2: Uh, it's me, Faux Fox.
0: <laughs> Faux Fox?
1: <laughs> Faux
3: Fox. Man, I missed the memo. <laughs> Again. Man, I don't know what I should use for mine.
0: Hmm. David.
3: Oh, David. Okay. David. And it's me, <laughs> David. <laughs>
1: Great. <laughs> yeah, this won't be confusing for the listeners that just tuned in for the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess if
2: you didn't catch it, it's us back
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> or it's our other us's. Okay.
0: So, yeah, bringing us back, we're treating ourselves as category. And I treated myself to this movie. I had seen another movie like this, I thought. Um Amelie, I think is how you say it. That's another movie in this style. I watched that a while ago and liked that, so I was like, hmm, this should be pretty
1: good too, but hmm, I guess we'll find out. I have not seen Amelie. I haven't seen it either. I've heard of it. I think I know, like the cover with the girl with like the red shirt and the black hair.
0: Yeah. It has a similar visual style to this one. And yeah, I picked this one for, I was going to say the cinematography was what I was hoping was going to be the best. But stick around to find out because I guess (laughs) it might be in spoilers. Yeah, there will be spoilers. Yep. Expect spoilers.
2: I'm interested to hear what you guys thought of this first. You know what? This movie, right? when we were kind of talking about it was kind of sold to me as maybe something it wasn't. And I got to say, I was kind of pleasantly surprised by this.
1: I think I'm in the same boat. Honestly, I was like, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'll just throw it. I was told this might be a little explicit, a lot of, uh, risque, (laughs) um, risque, perhaps
2: a little European, perhaps. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was like, Oh man, what am I in for? And it, you know, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. It, like it's got nudity and stuff in it obviously but it's not like as much as i was expecting and that wasn't really even the focus either i don't know i didn't know what to expect watching this i'd never even heard of this before but yeah i i kind of was surprised by it too
3: Is is all right i like i enjoyed watching it for the most part i don't love it i don't think but you know it's not too bad it's definitely uh something different
2: than our usual wheelhouse that's for sure it is yeah i was expecting
0: something else too i think my expectations may have been pretty high for this one maybe too high but i don't know i did find quite a bit of it boring as well so yeah i can see that i didn't like all the like color correction and stuff going on
1: Oh, was like, yeah, it is kind of a weird colored movie. I liked it, but it was weird. It was like a lot of, what, what would you say, yellows and greens, which is a really strange choice.
3: Once again, we've come back to the yellows and greens.
1: <laughs> the man thing syndrome. <laughs> well, you know, even, I'll go out on a
2: limb here and kind of compare it to another one we've done. I don't think it'd be crazy to say you could put this in a double feature visually with Enemy... That we reviewed way back when, you know? Oh, you think so? Hmm. It's
1: even got similar ideas, kind (laughs) of. Yeah.
2: I think both thematically and
3: visually, there's kind of a comparison. It is a little bit, but Enemy is very hard on that yellow. It does take it a step further. (laughs) Yeah, this one is more balanced in comparison. Yeah, it is a lot warmer. That's a good way to put it enemy's so yellow it like it's like sick sickly looking this one kind of walks a line
2: for me i guess you know like a lot of the exterior shots like in the street like when she's out in those big squares walk a real fine line i think for almost verging on that kind of sickly department
1: gotcha yeah i can see that yeah
3: i agree it's a little too much I think I like the outside shots the best in this. Like for the coloring that they chose to go with, is cool. I don't, I don't know, just personal preference there, I guess.
1: Yeah, it kind of gave me a a fuzzy feeling. Like it made me feel warm and fuzzy inside, just like at the visuals. I don't know.
3: I'll say too. I think that the the color correction and the choices they made lend itself well to the actual like story it that's going on which um we could segue into real quick i guess for a synopsis.
1: Oh yeah, nobody said what this was about. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man.
0: My gosh. Yeah, I'm going to have to look up my good friend IMDb. This is a movie from a Polish director, Krzysztof Kieślowski. And The synopsis on IMDb, two parallel stories about two identical women. One living in Poland, the other in France. They don't know each other, but their lives are nevertheless profoundly connected.
3: Hearing that, going back to what I was saying, I think like the way they did the colors in this kind of lends itself to that story, right? Because the French version of Veronique like always knows when something's gonna go down because the polish version um experiences it first basically and then she gets the after effects kind of so it kind of like puts you in that mood at least it did for me anyways not quite like dreamlike i wouldn't say because i don't i'm not a big fan of that type of thing but it's it does uh, and I wouldn't say that it looks like a dreamlike movie or anything like that. does at times, I'd say. At times, true. It does have that like <laughs> big red screen thing that was kind of weird, but I don't know. It just puts you in that mindset, I guess, that something otherworldly might be going on. For some reason, it makes me think of, like, a memory. I don't know why. Like, things are, like, the way I would remember things. But That's a good way to put it, Terry. You you hit it just right on the head what I was going for.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I really, you know, we were just talking about the cinematography. Like, I actually am, like, really into how this film looks, I think. Just because it, it is a lot different than what I expected. Um, and, like, green is such a weird color to, like, really uses like because it's more of like a highlight for most of the film like it's like the on the top of everybody's heads and stuff but it adds just this really like cool flair to it i think that's just so different than what i'm used to it is a lot different yeah it does look different i was thinking a lot of the shots
0: look like uh an old polaroid printout oh yeah you know, kind of how i'd view that that tone but sometimes i think they crank it up too much for me personally but yeah i like that you guys liked that look because most people who i was reading their reviews did like the style so i was kind of confused that i didn't like
3: it i'd agree with you mike on the green with that i think the green sometimes was a little too much like i liked it when they were balancing out the greens and the yellows and the reds and the oranges nicely you know to get the nice warm memory like feeling. But when they cranked up one of them way too much, then I was like, eh, okay. It, I, I could have gone for it not that high. <laughs> they do a lot of
0: um, stylistic lighting choices too. And I think it looks good in some scenes. Like I liked the one when it was raining. Whenever it was raining in this movie, I was loving the shots because I think they nailed that mood for me. But I think they did too much other artificial lighting in a lot of the scenes, and it kind of clashed for me.
2: Yeah, I would agree. There, There is a like a reoccurring lighting theme of like kind of like a shimmering light. Like sometimes it's like a, maybe like light coming through like a watery tank or something or like in one scene, it's a guy with a, a mirror reflecting sunlight in her room and making it kind of shimmer around. Yeah. Or the bouncy ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the bouncy ball. Yeah. I don't know, but it kind of reminds me of, yeah, being a, back taking film classes, our instructor was like an old school guy and was always like, yeah, you got to try out these shimmery things. It's They're so nifty. They make such cool lights. And it, like, I don't know, it always <laughs> just felt kind of gimmicky to me, I guess, you know, <laughs> like just because it's there doesn't mean we have to use it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Anything that like distorts what I'm looking at, I'm not a huge fan of. <laughs> But I did
2: really enjoy a lot of the other like what you were kind of saying t v those bigger i guess really dialed up shots were awesome, but yeah, the artificial stuff just seemed maybe out of place even compared to some of that.
0: yeah, I just brought us deep into the cinematography that was fun you did.
3: uh just the just the colors too and and i'll I'll say too that. That's me just nitpicking on the colors too. I overall, it's just it looks really good, really good looking movie.
1: <laughs> I do like you mentioned Fox There's like not a movie we probably would have ever picked without it being just like a random thing, you know. <laughs> it's not something I would have ever went out of my way to watch. Like, and I think you know what? Maybe I need to do that more often. I need to watch stuff that like because you know I did enjoy this. There's some weird stuff in it. And I'm not sure I understand it completely, but you know, it's cool that they get out of my wheelhouse every once in a while. Sometimes I need a little nudge to watch something that's not like a horror movie or sci-fi movie or something like that. I
3: agree, that's why I picked it. It's been on my list for a while. I always like watching movies even if like I don't like them a lot or if it's something I'm not I wouldn't usually pick and I may not like it a ton, I still like watching it. Yeah, you no, know, having the experience is good.
0: Nice. Yeah, this is part of the Criterion Collection. A lot of people do like
1: this movie quite a bit. Oh, yeah, the first thing I see when I rent it is, is talking about all the awards it won at like Cannes or whatever in the 90s
2: yeah that was awesome <laughs> so was like,
3: yeah. what is this <laughs> just so you
1: know we're kind of a big deal yeah. it's
3: like i got this award and this yeah. award and this award and this award <laughs> it's like
1: i already rented it you don't gotta sell me on it
3: <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen a movie do that like in the actual film itself it's like i got this and this and this because i am so good Yeah,
1: I've never seen that either.
3: It's really weird. I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Maybe that's a thing for, like, I don't know, Polish movies. I don't know. I have not seen
2: a lot of Polish film or television, I will say.
1: Yeah, I haven't either.
0: I thought this was a French movie, but it was not, so. The look is similar to other French movies that I've seen, like Amelie, so that's why
1: I guess I just assumed it. (laughs) Yeah. And some of it does take place in France. I, I was confused, too, about the location. I was like, I thought we were, like, in Poland or something, but then they start speaking French about halfway through, and I'm like, wait. 80% of it's in France. Yeah, that's true, because, yeah, her, her first main character goes to France
3: after at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, no, she was in Poland the whole time. The French version went to Poland on a trip and took the pictures That's right, or that's whatever. Right. And that's when they saw each other. Yep, they
0: crossed their paths. I love the idea of this movie, the story. I just didn't click with the way it was told, because like you said, TV, it was very difficult to tell kind of the difference between the two, um, Veronique and Veronica, sometimes for me.
2: Oh, I would definitely agree and like, yeah, the beginning of it, it is kind of hard to figure out who's who,
3: who's doing what. Mm-hmm. and the main giveaway is the hair polish has long hair and french has short hair but we don't see we're always on the polish one until she dies and then it switches to the french one yep we don't see her the veronica is it Veronica's
1: the polish one and veronique is the french one is that right yes yeah veron veronique is uh she shows up like yeah on the bus and that's the first time we ever see her and then we just keep following veronica around until an unfortunate health issue happens and then yeah then we just switch which i I thought that was kind of interesting it did throw me through a loop but you know I, i did get like get the vibe right away i mean obviously they look the same which helps a lot too but it's like yeah these guys are they're both pretty similar like people it feels like you know they're not different they're not super different at least and i don't know it's it, such it's a strange idea, but I, I do like the idea of it, the doubles that are just connected in this weird way that doesn't make
3: logical sense, but, you know, it's, they're out there. It It's a commentary on that classic question everyone asks, like, what would happen if you did something differently than what, like, you chose originally, right? Because the original, or not the original, they're both the same. Um, the Polish version... Is like a singer and goes and gets in on an audition to be a singer. And then she dies on stage from exertion, I guess. And then like the Polish version feels that and then goes to her teacher, her singing teacher. and's like, I've just, I can't do it. I've got to stop. I don't really know why, but I just got to stop. And so she doesn't die and you get to kind of see... How her life would be if she wasn't a singer, kind of thing. And then, then we get some other plot line in there that I wasn't nearly as interested in. Like, like Mike, I, I, I love the idea of this movie, but I did not really like how they explored it for a majority of the film, which, which was sad for me, because um, I really do think it's an interesting idea interesting setup but i would have preferred more with the like the the bigger questions than just running around with this puppeteer author guy
0: the creepy dude i was gonna bring up
3: the stalker question mark (laughs) yeah that did not (laughs) sit well with me (laughs) i don't know like it i i'm not sure if like there's more going on there that maybe i didn't catch on to but i don't know i don't think so dan yeah it was kind of weird for me too
0: then i wish veronique and uh veronica would have interacted a lot more was mainly what i wanted out of this like can the puppeteer guy stuff
1: it's kind of like a I kind of like how they do it. It's like a day in the life kind of thing almost, which is weird. It's like, it doesn't follow the way you would think it would with this double thing. Like, honestly, they don't really fixate on that much at all. Like <laughs> there's the double it's like, they reveal it. And then it's like, they like, yeah, Veronica, Veronica moves on and well, she isn't, I don't know if she ever quite moves on, but she, uh, you know, she just keeps going about her life after Veronica dies. It's, really weird and it it's it almost to me I, I i get sad thinking about it like it, it was really touching me in a weird way i don't know why because they never do meet and it's like almost that's what the tragedy of it is to me is like they never got to actually like interact like these are like yeah i guess she's almost they're almost like soulmates like you know they're connected so profoundly and then yeah even we get lines like oh you know I, i'd never feel alone and then after veronica dies and um veronique's like for, I just I just feel lost I feel alone and I that like I was like oh my god <laughs> I don't know why that hit me so hard but it really did just like you know sometimes there's something happens that you can't explain it and you just feel really sad and you're like why what happened you know and it's just oh that's like the tragedy of it all to me I, I, I kind of like the approach they took with it although I will admit that it does go into some weird directions with the puppeteer guy
2: well, geez, since you got in there,
1: yeah, I feel a little
2: better about getting kind of touched by it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I should say anything. <laughs> Dang, okay, well, I'm glad you feel the same, yeah. I feel like it's not even, yeah, like like, like what you were kind of saying there, like if it's even really about the literal concept of two women who are the same person living in different places, so much as just the idea, like in itself, I mean, because they never meet and ultimately we find out the idea is going to be in the weird dude's book. Because he has a photo of a girl who looks exactly like the other one. Like that's really what we know for certain. Is that there's a photo of someone who looks just like her. I don't know. Like maybe. I don't want to say like it didn't really happen. Because that always kind of annoys me when it's like all. Oh, it was all in a book the whole time. But. Yeah. I guess less about the, the actual literal events and more about the idea
1: yeah i was wondering that too a lot was like is this did the the puppeteer author guy make this up and it's like all like a fictional thing like did he like somehow create these two characters for his like next like children's story and it's like this weird like manifestation but no i don't think it is i think it's just yeah the um because yeah veronique's got that picture in her purse that she like lays out and then the, that to me was proof that this was like a real thing that happened quote you know in this fictional world but like they both had existed, and they both, you know... They had they almost interacted, but had not. That is a good way to look at it. I hadn't even
2: considered approaching it that way. It's not to say the later stuff still isn't
3: weird, though. <laughs> well, on that, too, like, she says that through her whole life she's, like, always known when she should and shouldn't do something. So it, it it's touching on, like... A little bit into the whole question of like destiny and stuff, and like can you make your own decisions or is is everything preordained, and then how that affects you, kind of thing. Which it looks into it, kinda, and then it goes on the the romance docker dude thing with it, which was I I didn't like. I wanted more of a better look at that.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I got a lot of like, I, I can see what you're saying though, I guess. Yeah. With the destiny stuff. I didn't really occur to me much either. I didn't, when you guys were talking about the plot, it never like occurred to me that that was the reason why she quit her singing was because she said something was wrong with uh, her Polish
3: version. Well, she, she did that and then went to the, the cardiologist right afterwards. Obviously she's sad because, Her Polish version died, so that's why she was sad. Um, But then she got the warning from it happening, which was cool. And so it's like she's been having that her entire life. Um, And now since Polish version is dead, that connection she's had with her is gone. So I'm guessing that's why she went on the big scavenger hunt with the author guy. she's probably yeah yeah she wants another connection like what she had but i mean she's not gonna get it ever again right which is the that that
1: that is like oh man that whole idea is so profoundly sad to me (laughs) she doesn't even
3: know this person and yet
1: yeah it's like once they're gone still it affects her in such a strong way Ugh.
3: so i i wonder like if there's a connection with him that we're supposed to pick up on because i mean they use the same music that her polish version was singing um for that that song or whatever and then she's got the whole like the the puppeteer guy has that whole puppet show about the ballerina who like turns into the butterfly or whatever too after she um can't dance anymore so um there's a connection going on there too um which i think is why she latches on to him
1: do you think he might have like heard of her like the polish version and like realized that they look the same and like that's why he chose her as well was because it was like i
3: don't think so since she kind of crashed that thing to get the audition um i think and like they said, she hadn't gone to any drama schools or music schools or anything. So she was kind of like just a find, I think.
1: Yeah, well, she was at the performance, though. He could have been there or something. I don't know. Yeah.
3: True, true. He could have been there for that and saw it.
2: I do think there's something to be said for the the Destiny thing we were talking about earlier, though, like in that regard. Like when he says that he picked her randomly, I guess I kind of believe him that he picked her randomly but i do think there's like a reoccurring theme of destiny and fate like she keeps there keeps being that like similar shot motif of like the the black thread wrapped around her hand all the time which i kind of felt was like you know the fate that like kind of binds them the destiny they've created together even if the one dies like that still leads to the destiny of the next one
0: that's cool yeah i hadn't thought of that either like i like these ideas and all these themes you guys caught up on i didn't pick up on all those so i think it's cool you guys got that but i think a lot of this movie is pretty slow and i wish it would have explored those themes in a better way for me i don't know because these are cool i like these things you got that's awesome
3: i agree mike this movie it has the themes it showcases the themes And it kind of investigates them, but it doesn't commit all the way, I don't think. And I really wish that they would have committed to it. Similar to like like what I was saying when we did The Green Knight, you know? It's like he presents all these themes, which are interesting, but I wish he would have committed to exploring them more than just being like vague, you know? And then this movie's even more like like you said earlier tv day in the life of kind of with this mystery destiny like connection thing in the overhead you know throughout the whole thing so i i wish they would have done something more explore it some
0: agree yeah a lot of the shots really linger on the actress for a long time i think that made this really slow for me too. like explore some of these themes, extend the movie out some and leave that in, but, or cut out some of that stuff and explore
1: the themes more for me. But yeah, I can see how it's pretty slow. I I was actually pretty with it. Most of it, I was trying to, it's kind of, this is one of those things, these vague movies. I do like them usually. Um, And this is a, a similar instance of that where my brain's like, just like firing on all cylinders, trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Um and I, I don't even think I got close to really figuring it out. Um, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. It it is a day in the life, but I was I thought that like the the lead actress did such a good job. Like I just was interested in the person rather than like the the strange. I, I don't know if you'd call it like paranormal, but like sh- weird connection thing, which all, it was a nice icing on the cake. But I was just happy enough to like kind of follow both of these women throughout their lives and kind of just see what happens even if it does get kind of weird every once in a while
2: i'm with you tv i kind of like that dazed and confused approach just the the day in the life thing you know i know this movie's kind of slow and it does kind of linger but i never really felt bored just something about this approach kind of just makes me want to know what happens next like i don't know if it's maybe kind of because it falls outside of that usual movie you know hero's journey kind of thing And it's just more going with the flow, seeing where life takes you. I just always, I don't know, I'm out of my narrative comfort zone, I guess.
3: And on top of that, that's why the background stuff is interesting and lends itself well to how they were filming this is because, yeah, it is a day in the life of, but it's a day in the life of Veronique after, after her connection has been severed with, the other version of herself that was received, given her all these like premonitions and stuff of danger and things like that, kind of guiding her along. So that, that's why I was interested in it. Um, cause like, okay, what's she going to do now that she doesn't have all that and she doesn't do a lot, which is what disappointed me. But I will agree that, um, The actress who plays her, Irene Jacob, man, she's good. She's so like charming and you can, she's great at indicating all of her emotions. Like it's great. She did an awesome job in this.
0: Yeah, completely agree. She did amazing. And I loved the fashion in this movie as well. That was pretty fun. So some of the outfits, the big scarves and stuff. I I like that quite a bit. I always say I wish I could pull off a scarf.
2: <laughs> Sigh. Just try it.
0: Go you for gotta it. try
3: it.
2: Maybe my doppelganger's already done it and failed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's why you've never oh, done no. it. He knows already.
1: <laughs> I just sense that I'm not supposed to wear one. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, yeah, the main thing that I keep trying to figure out, I just keep going back to the puppeteer guy, because, like... He's got those weird recordings of like a car crash or something. And then he has the he has the music from that concert where. Yeah, where Veronica died. So I think I got to think he's in on it somehow. I don't know. It just seems so weird. And he's got like those two marionettes, you know, it's like, well, if one breaks, I've got the other. And then it just seems something weird's going on there. I just haven't quite figured that part out yet. I don't think.
2: Maybe you are onto something. I don't know how to explain how he like has a recording of like what I appears to be a car bombing. I don't know.
3: I thought it was just that like them moving a co towing a car at the restaurant. Cause I mean, when she shows up there, they make a big deal of focusing on like the sounds that were on that cassette he sent her. Like you get the squeaky door, um, you get the like airport bus train question mark stop thing that she's at um like the the speaker the people walk in the squeaky door at the restaurant the restaurant um waitress saying her thing or whatever and then like they zoom in on that car getting towed so i i thought that was what the car noise thing was was from that it sounded like an explosion though to me yeah, I thought like it blew up because the
2: car was all burned up.
3: Oh, maybe. Well, maybe he was recording and then like it was in a wreck, and that's what he sent. Um, and then got like the music from that show. I, I don't think he was in. I don't think he's in on it or anything. I just think like he he likes that musical piece or whatever. Um, because obviously she's uh, the other Veronique. Or Veronica is not the first lady to sing that part in that that song. So, um, which is an awesome, real beautiful song, by the way, that fits really nice in this movie. Um, I think he just chose to use that because, like, when she gets there and confronts him about it, he's just like. Uh, oh, there's nothing special. I was seeing if I could convince some random girl I met or not even met really to go through all these hoops or whatever, you know. So, and that pissed her off, rightfully so. So, I think I'm not convinced that he's in on anything. I think it might just be a happy coincidence or. Maybe some other guiding force is influencing her now that her other self is gone.
1: Uh, that could be. Yeah. It's just like it could just be, you know, just like with this weird connection, it just happens and then there's still that connection, but it's not as strong. Maybe, yeah, I don't know, it's strange.
2: I do feel like that last little snippet there of like her going to her dad's house and they like do the always sunny in Philadelphia faces, but they're like you know, she's outside of the house and he's inside the house. I feel like it's supposed to be indicative of some kind of new sixth sense she has. But yeah, I don't really know what it is or how it works.
3: Yeah, I'm not... That That last scene's interesting. So I'm not sure how to take it. Because I'm pretty sure she was freaked out about him making the puppets of her and then making the second one, which ties in with, like well obviously with what we've been talking about so I think that like freaked her out thinking like maybe she's not in control of anything she's doing kind of thing and then she like left him to go back to her dad's run away or I don't know
2: I do think there's like a sub commentary going on about like her being like controlled and manipulated by men who are like obsessed with her beauty like, it seems like she kind of views her, like, looks as a curse kind of sometimes, maybe. Gets kind of bummed out about him. Because all, like, the dudes are, like, I feel like are creepy and weird.
3: Especially that one, like, was it with the Polish ver? Well, there's a couple with the Polish version. Yeah, her first one's like a straight-up stalker, isn't he? Yeah, like, just, like, starts grabbing and it's like, Hey, you want to go, you know, or whatever, but, um, well, wait. And then, like, some dude just flashes there, too, in the thing, which was really weird.
1: That took me a long time to figure out what happened there. I was (laughs) like, what was that? I rewound it a few times. I was like, what is he doing? I was like, oh, my God. like,
3: what is that thing there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize what he had done. Yeah, I did. I watched it. I was like, what is that? Oh, great.
0: Yeah, that stuff was weird for me. I did warn you guys about it, because it kind of freaked me out a little bit all the stalker weird stuff in this and the like so the guy stalks her follows her to the hotel and then they get busy and then they're like i love each other that's the i don't know
3: it sat weird with me i didn't like
0: that stuff either
3: well i think like the author puppeteer guy followed her to the hotel because he wanted to apologize um but i will admit that that was a long way to go (laughs) just for that
0: it was kind of creepy, I don't know. I like all this other stuff you guys found with it, but that stuff was just
3: sat wrong with me well, and that's what has me wondering, like if there's something connecting them together. Maybe I don't I'm not convinced, but that could explain like a little bit of why they were like the way they were with each other in this. But I'm not sure because the movie doesn't really dive into exploring that any.
2: I think you were onto to something earlier when you said she was looking for that feeling again. Like, I feel like they clicked
1: together so fast because he's creepy and she's looking to have that connection again. Yeah, she's reminded of something she doesn't even know she knows. Yeah, from this guy because he happened to have that weird music, I guess. I think there's, like, a metaphor in there. Something about growing up and the loss of innocence. Oh, that could be, yeah. Yeah, because he did come across as a kind of a creep. Even when she's, like, bawling and he, like, he goes to comfort her, and then he just really just starts kissing her uh, face. yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. I think that guy is supposed to come across as a bit of a creep.
2: Yeah, like, it with me wrong, but, I mean, it's like, I guess it's like the narrative, I guess, you know? It wouldn't be a tragedy if it wasn't tragic and sad
3: it doesn't have to be a tragedy either maybe it's a good thing like she can start making her own choices since the connection's severed now um she's free to do what she wants but you know isn't ready for it kind of thing
1: yeah maybe that's why she does go with the guy too yeah she's not used to i don't know she doesn't have that sixth sense anymore i guess i don't know
3: oh maybe that's it maybe it's that it's gone were they in Poland at that time or were they in France or in Paris? I don't remember, like when they shacked up at the hotel. They're in
1: France, I think.
3: Okay, I thought they were. Um, but the hotel room number is the same room number um, that Polish Veronica's ex boyfriend, question mark, was staying at in Poland.
1: Hmm, okay. So maybe those two are connected. That'd be interesting.
2: Yeah, that's what I kind of meant about that reoccurring theme of like her always getting stuck with these weird stalker dudes. Because, yeah, they're like pretty similar, I thought.
0: It is a good point, yeah. I hadn't picked up on that either.
3: That's why it's frustrating for me that it's like there's so many cool things they could have explored in this and they half commit to it. And I'm like... Well, like like all these other ones that are ambiguous, you know. I'm always like, I think like having more of a concrete story line throughout the whole thing that you can branch out from to explore different ideas, kind of like I don't know, like a Blade Runner twenty forty nine kind of like you've got a real nice concrete storyline throughout, but there's like three main themes coming off of that that you can branch out and explore with all the ideas put forth you know and then you can just get right back on the main path after you've explored it some and then see the rest of the story you know i just i always prefer that way of doing ambiguity in movies and things like that you know something like that or perfect blue they both do a good job at that. And I I really wish this would have done that too because I think I would have like absolutely loved the movie if they would have done that, but alas, it's more ambiguous than straightforward. So, I agree. I would have liked something more concrete in the
0: storyline for me something more to follow. Seems like it's personal preference there, yeah. What you're going to get out of this, you could get a lot. I will say I think this is a movie That is really well done and produced and everything. Like, it is a very artsy movie. I just didn't click
1: with it, so. I'm a little more mixed on this one. Like, with The Green Knight, I was like, yeah, I was all in on that. This one, I think there's some stuff. I like that it's not... It never explains it, um, exactly what's going on. But I also think that, yeah, some of the ideas a few more like hints or the here and there would have been nice. Cause yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'd pick up on more stuff watching it again. I mean, I'm not opposed to ever watching this again. I think it's, I still liked it and I'd be willing to check it out again, but yeah, it's just like, it is, it's kind of a weird, just like, yeah, the later half of the movie is like, we're just following Veronica around and it's like, kind of feels maybe a little aimless. Maybe like she feels a little aimless. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's interesting. It, I don't know. I still have a little, yeah, I'm still trying to process it even. You know? I think this movie is like
0: another movie I'm going to bring up, Lost in Translation. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but I think these are both movies that you should watch at different times in your life. Because depending on your like experiences, you'll probably interpret
3: it differently. So I do think it does that very well. I could see it being like a catcher in the rye situation where it's like that's a transition book that you read like there's a specific time you want to read that and it's basically it's like when you're transitioning from being under your parents house to like being out on your own for the first time if you read that book any other time most people are going to get annoyed at the main character they're just not going to get what he's going through right I don't think this is quite that bad, but I think it like, you know, it, it's kind of got that same theme going on if you're looking at the like the connection that's warning her what she should and shouldn't do. It's kind of similar to being uh, with your parents, you know, and you've got them watching out for you and then when you're out on your own making your own choices, that's when her connection's severed. It's a, it's kind of similar to that. So I, I, I can see, I can see where you're going with it, Mike. I do really hate that kid and catcher in the ride. <laughs> <laughs> what I tell you? Nice. I do have a
0: funny. During the music, the opera sing, my dog Pugsley was on high alert. <laughs> she sat up when she hit that high note
1: and I was like, okay, I have to say this on the show. That's awesome. She sensed something was wrong. I did love the music in this. I thought it was so good. The the choral music in particular, yeah. I mean it's all pretty much choral stuff. But it was so awesome. And I mean yeah the the music itself is so like moving and moody and like pr- pretty that I was just like oh I could probably just listen to that song and just get the same feelings I got from watching this movie. It's really, really good.
3: Yep. It is a perfect piece for this. Like, reminded me
0: of The Witch. It did have some horror imagery, I thought, with the some of the shots where the hand was just spinning the box around the puppeteer guy.
1: Oh, the puppet was creepy. I'll give you that. Or yeah. like when
2: she's touching her eye with the ring.
1: Oh, what is that? Yeah, I don't know on. what
3: that is, but that was horrifying. Oh, that wasn't that bad. I was just like, is this like something that women do for their eyelashes? I've never seen it. That's what I was going to ask you
1: guys. I didn't know. I was like, is this something, yeah, that women do that I just never knew about? I've never
3: seen my wife do it. Yeah, me either.
1: Any uh, any women listeners out there or anyone who even knows what's going on with that email? Us.
2: Why does she touch her eye with a ring?
1: Yeah, I thought she was like wiping away like... The, like, eye goop, you know? Like, when you wake up in the morning.
2: Well, just rub your eye for a
1: minute. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was weird. But, yeah, the music. Every time that, that theme came in, like, that main, like, choral piece. Ooh, yeah, it got me... Hit me in, right in the feels. It was kind of creepy, but it, like, made me sad every time I heard
3: it. It's very melancholic, but it fits so well with this. Like, in the the shot composition... On uh, the way they do the colors like tv said it's like a, a memory that you're witnessing kind of it just it all fits really well together it's very technically sound impressive and artsy nice that's good i'm glad you guys liked it are we
0: ready for some overall presentation
1: all right, so we got a scale we use to rate these movies that goes from burn it, pass, watch it or buy it in that order. We're all going to each give our little spiel and it's hopefully not going to be um you know, uh, predetermined by our other other uh, <laughs> versions in different countries that've already done this review themselves. Uh, and hopefully it's just our own. But speaking of weird feelings of like doing things or not doing things. I was thinking about going first this time, but I felt this weird, like, tang in my heart. <laughs> and it was like, no, you can't do it. And so, you know, I think we're going to have to defer to Mike for this one. He's, he's the guy we always can count on to go first.
0: I can do it. I picked this one, so I can go first. That's how it goes, right? <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. Well, so this one was a mixed bag for me. I didn't pick up on, like, all these themes and stuff. I love that you guys got this out of this movie because this has been a really interesting discussion and I just completely either missed some of that stuff, but I liked the interactions she did have with Veronica. They were very brief, but there was some scenes where they were like reading books together at the same time or drinking tea. I wish there was a lot more of that, a lot less of the creepy dude and creepiness in it. Um, and I wasn't a huge fan of all the color correction and like, um, Stuff that was altered, it seemed artificially in the scenes. I'm gonna give this one a pass for Mike.
2: Dang, I guess other other Fox must have liked this one, cause yeah, I I gotta say, going in, I was not totally stoked, you know. It was pretty late at night, it was been a long day. And I was really not bored at all watching this movie. It sucked me in pretty fast. It it, it does look pretty good for the most part there is some kind of weird experimental stuff that i don't know if i love but what are you going to do with like art house movies like this right i think the more we've talked about the story and the themes the more i enjoy it all i don't know it's like dazed and confused with some kind of paranormal undertone i don't know i kind of like it i've grown to like it a lot more it just gives me that i don't know feeling of being a movie critic somehow i guess to watch something (laughs) that's not horror and (laughs) sci-fi ah yes we're
1: sophisticated
2: (laughs) so maybe just because i'm riding that high i kind of feel like i gotta give it a buy man i don't know yeah i think i'm gonna show my wife this one i'd watch it again i bet the criterion one looks pretty cool got a cool case i'm sure
3: Get this man to Barnes and Noble. Yeah, that's <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> Immediately. Unless his other version has already picked up all the copies. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a weird one. But yeah, I, I'm with you, Fox. It really surprised me. Um, it sucked me in. I wasn't really bored with it. It is slow. But I think it's really interesting that it has this strange, like, you know, double connection where she's got this person that looks exactly like her. And they have this weird connection, but it doesn't really like It kind of it follows up with it, I would say. But it doesn't really it doesn't feel like it's like the most important thing about the movie, but it it adds this really interesting layer, I think. Um, And it's just like kind of a weird, sad movie, you know, like it's just this connection is gone. You don't know who this person is. You don't even know it's a person. You just feel suddenly a sense of loss. And it's like, why It's just it's just something about that really hit home with me. It just seems uh, so tragic. Um, I do think that some of the stuff towards the end, it is a little weird with like the puppeteer stuff. Like I don't necessarily understand what's going on with that guy. Um, And I think, I don't know. I I I feel like I need to watch it again to kind of pick up on more stuff. Um, And I I, I do actually want to watch it again, which is a good sign because I did like this a lot. Um, I think it looks amazing as well. The music, of course, is great. I don't know if I would give it a buy it yet. Um I'm gonna give it a watch it for now, but um I did really like this. I was really surprised how much I liked this. Uh uh I if I get, you know, like a I see a sale on Criterion. <laughs> hey, i bought i bought movies I gave a watch it before, but um <laughs> if I see a sale. I, you can I, watch my copy, it it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go to Fox's place. <laughs> when you show it to your wife, just invite me. <laughs> there we go.
3: <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat as TV, but I've got a foot out in the water with Mike. I did like this more than I thought I would. Looking back on it, like I watched it and was like, "It's all right, you know, it's okay." But I've I've kind of like thinking about it more since I watched it, I was like, okay, yeah, this, this, I I actually, it's, it's a slow burn. I like it more now. Um, going into this review, I was a lot more positive for it. It's still, like I said in the review, I still have some issues with it. The story structure is not one that I'm a big fan of. I really wish they would have had a more concrete through line going in this movie that we could branch off of and then come back to, um, as yeah, having a stronger story structure always works better for me. Um, I think it leads to better storytelling in a movie as well. Cause I'm not a big fan of ambiguity. So, um, which this one, uh, it, it's interesting cause it does have all these things we've talked about in it. And it like, kind of explores it but doesn't really it's weird like yeah it explores them more than like green night i'd say um but it doesn't like d- go all the way but yeah that's like my only issue i have with it um i really liked everything else like the colors that they chose in this were great um even if they did overdo it a couple times but that's just a nitpick um the rest of it is like great and i love the way it looks the shot composition's great there's some great scenes of her just chilling in her house or apartment actually <laughs> which was kind of cool and unique um just a, a a real pretty movie it's got really nice music with it too irene jacob is great as veronica and veronique um she is great. I don't think she was singing, but if she was, then holy crap, she can do everything. But <laughs> she was great in this. Um, and since the movie pretty much relies on her exclusively, she did an awesome job. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing more stuff she's in because she was really good. So I'm going to give it a watch it, I think, but I'm kind of with TV that. This is one like it, I I'd buy it just to have around in case like I wanted to watch it again or something, you know.
0: <laughs> you were in but, the
3: mood, yeah. If I'm in the mood, just like what, put it on or something, you know. But I, my official rating will give it a watch, but I'm sure I'll pick it up sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
1: right, man. The more I think about it, the more I'm just like interested in it. I don't know why. I, I think yeah, I something about it.
3: It's like a weird mixture of like a bunch of unique things that you wouldn't expect in a day-of-the-life kind of movie. I do
0: like branching out of my wheelhouse. I have been watching some more artsy movies lately, so I would recommend it. Even though I gave this one a pass, I do think people should watch it if you're into these kind of artsy movies. It was a fun
1: discussion, boys. It was, yeah. A good pick, Mike, even if you didn't like it. I'm glad you picked it. (laughs) You treated me, at least. You treated the rest of us.
0: (laughs) I'm glad I picked it, too. Knocking something off
1: my watch list. Well, for our next pick, I got something, if nobody else got anything yet. Get in there. To treat myself and treat you all, I assume. Uh, We'll see, I guess, I hope. Uh, Because, you know, we did a movie a while back called uh, Dragon Ball Evolution, And that was a horrible (laughs) display (laughs) of one of my favorite franchises of all time. Um, So, I think to redeem ourselves, we're going to watch the more recent Dragon Ball movie that came out, Dragon Ball Super, Broly.
3: Aw, yeah, baby. Treat myself indeed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how it goes. It is like the last in the series. It takes place after everything, all like thousands of episodes but you know what mostly if i remember correctly it's just a lot of fighting so
3: it's not that big a deal like i mean you you pretty much know goku and vegeta can do like whatever they want at this point they can transform (laughs) a few times yeah
1: they go from yellow to blue oh and they go red sometimes too but anyways um we'll get into that later but uh I'm excited. Yeah, I've been in a, a huge Dragon Ball kick. I've been sending these guys like videos of old movies that I've been watching. <laughs> so it's time. It's time to get it out of my system. So let's let's do that. I see. You were getting
2: us pumped up this whole time,
1: huh? <laughs> my elaborate plan, yes.
3: This is good. What a good pick.
0: And we do need some redemption after
1: DBE. <laughs> this this <laughs> one'll do it. But anyways. Um if, if any of you listeners out there want to get in contact with us, uh, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Run The Real, or you can email us at runtherealpodcast.gmail.com. Talk to us about this movie, The Double Life of Veronique. I want to hear your guys' theories and thoughts on it, because it's a very interesting movie, I think. It's very strange. We got a lot of different stuff out of this one, so yeah, let us know. But yeah, But
0: anyways, thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off.